welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, the one and only podcast that you will ever need if you want to build sexual integrity, create amazing families that just inspire you to heaven, and have a wonderful life that radiates goodness and wholesomeness and wonderment. And in today's episode, we have pretty much the coolest young lady ever. Her name is Melissa. Melissa Manor, double M. It's an alliteration already winning in the name game. And she's been with High Noon from the beginning. She came to the High Noon Summit in Las Vegas. And although her story didn't mirror that of a struggler, she was so empathetic towards those who are struggling with porn that she decided to get in the game and start helping by being an accountability partner, by being a facilitator. She's just been around. She's a consummate helper. She's a wonderful heart. She has the coolest laugh ever. I really like her. Anybody who's ever met her really likes her. How could you not love Melissa Manor, everybody? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm here with another episode with an awesome person introducing the one and only the coolest cat on the entire East Coast, Melissa Manor. Wow. Coolest cat on the East Coast. Great to have you with us. Hey, Melissa. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. I'm more excited that you said yes. Right. So I feel honored. This is a privilege because you have been a really important part of High Noon in the background, right, for a long time. And it's about time that the light is shown on you and all the awesome work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. First and foremost, for all you guys listening, why Melissa is the coolest cat and you definitely need to listen to this episode is that Melissa, you know, that we a lot of huge work of High Noon is that we do porn recovery and sexual integrity support. And we've got ministry for men and then we've a separate ministry for women. Melissa has been an integral part of the women's support for years now, being an accountability partner and holding people's hands on that journey towards sexual integrity and just a total baller. So that's why... You know, we have you here with us, Melissa, to talk about that. And what else would you like to say about yourself? What do you, you know, like uh, a little bit who you are, what you do? Yeah, real quick, I guess. Yeah, so I am, I guess like my title or my job is or was for a really long time a youth pastor. So for a long time, I was doing youth ministry, so helping youth. And I think that's where being an accountability partner kind of also comes in is, is that supporting people, I guess just being there for people. Yeah, with working with kids and especially high schoolers, you know, I've, I've seen it all. I've seen, seen everything, I've, you know, heard it all. And so it's really helpful, I think, in helping people in general. So yeah, otherwise, I'm from Maryland. I'm 27. I'm studying at UTS. So that's, that's fun. Learning, learning to enjoy all my studying. What are you studying at UTS? Studying, I guess, theology, religious studies in general. Yeah. yeah different courses right now i'm taking a class on world religions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you yeah. are you is this an undergraduate you're working on a master's graduate program. Mm-hmm. yeah all right again your master's in theology cool involved in youth ministry what's something just really cool going on in your life right now that we can all be happy about really cool going oh my gosh i'm nervous yeah because you gotta have like the coolest thing like you just trained your dog how to do backflips or something like that or i wish I, no, just whatever. What, what's what's making you happy these days? 
making me happy, honestly, making me happy is just being home. I think being able to, yeah, spend time with my family. I was traveling a bit. I was in Brazil visiting my family, but to just be able to come home now and rest and mm. kind of shift my focus, I guess, um, into really, yeah, I guess doing more at home. Something cool though. My dog got a really bad haircut. She was super ugly, but that's not really cool. But she turned 11. Uh-huh. So that's cool. All right. She turned 11 and she's got a, a bad haircut. We can sympathize with your yeah. dog about that. So anyway, for all, all of us listening, yay, Melissa made a home and she's relaxing back with her family now. Yeah, I didn't get COVID. Not yet. That's great. Great thing to celebrate. Yeah. So thank you. We're here at this impasse where, like, okay, so Melissa is the coolest accountability partner ever. And of course, everyone's wondering, wow, Melissa, how did you actually end up becoming an accountability partner? What's, what's your story? Mm, yeah. So basically, I actually got asked by Andrew to be a facilitator for a group for the first like women's group back in, I think, 2018. So I had heard about accountability partners at the High Noon Summit. And I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool. But personally, I never struggled with pornography. And so I felt a little bit like oh, I can't really help. Or I, mean, I don't really have like the experience. Because I think usually when you think of, I don't know, an accountability partner, or, like a mentor, you think, oh, so they've had to like go through that like overcome it or you know and I felt for a while I was kind of like oh man like I not like I wish I struggled but like I you know I wish I could support more mm-hmm. so anyway when Andrew gave me that he kind of called me and I've shared this like a couple times but yeah I was like I don't think I'm the right person because of this this and this reason and then I was like you should ask this person and he was like where do you ask them and they said no and I was like what about this person they said no so Sounds then, like you did everything possible to avoid doing <laughs> I did every, I did everything possible. So I just didn't feel like I was the right person. Then he was like, honestly, we just need someone that can just support people. And I feel like you're qualified. And then I was like, I did say I wanted to support people. So I guess I got to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, do this. Um, so I started out with that. And then one of my group members actually asked me to be her accountability partner. Actually, that that relationship has been the most long lasting. So we're still really, really close. And yeah, anyway, that's kind of how how it started. Mm, Okay. And yeah, you've kept it up for a couple of years now, which is, you know, there's not a lot of things anybody does of anything that they do for that long, right? Does that make sense? (laughs) That's really remarkable consistency. And so, yeah, like, how does that relationship actually look like for you when you set up an accountability partnership with someone? Yeah. So usually my first question for them is what do they need? Because I think ultimately people need different things. You know, some people, they need someone to talk to every day, which some of my accountability partners, or I don't know what the right terminology is, but to call them, (laughs) I don't know, but my, my sisters, you know, some of them, they need it. You know, they would want to check in every single day. Other people, when I started with my, the first person, it was like twice a week, but for the most part, I think most people generally do once a week. Yeah. And so it's just kind of checking in. And then I usually ask them, I I usually explain, you know, I'm here for you. So whatever you need, of course, if they need to be pushed sometimes, then I'm willing to do that. But usually it's like, it's ultimately for them. So if they, you know, I always say like, you know, don't, don't overcommit, but also like you should push yourself. And so, yeah, that's usually what it looks like. It's just usually, it's usually through texting normally, but then sometimes a call. Um, And then some people, they really like to call and check Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of depends on what they need. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like so you like to start out with some just needs, uh, some flexibility and what works for people. And so it turns out for you, primarily it's texting, however many times a week. Sometimes people like to call. Mm. So yeah. how did, how is it just having a texting relationship? How do you feel like that works for making like a really close relationship with someone, having like a lot of intimacy and trust? And, or mm. do you think that there's like limitations to that? Yeah, I think it, it honestly depends on each person. I've had people that, because I've been doing it for a while. So I've had some partners, I guess, that have been more, I guess, easy to talk to, or they're more open. And then I have some that they like, don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, some culture, culture things, they, it's just like, they're doing it because they know they have to type of feeling. That's usually the, the when I feel more, I guess, concerned too, because I feel what you put in is what you get out. So if someone's really committed to it, then I'm like, usually my favorite thing to do is I like to have a call with someone first. Mm-hmm. before I start and just hear what their story is too. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when someone says they need an accountability partner, it's like, what does that mean? You know, like, mm-hmm. what do you actually struggle with? What does your struggle actually look like? Cause mm-hmm. what does it mean? You know, when usually when people report, they're like, yeah, it was a good week, but what does that even mean? What does a good week mean? Yeah. So usually I like to do that, but some, some people they're more like, they don't want to share too much. And so it's like a try to push them, but also not push them away type of feeling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Got it. So when you have this, you've had this relationship with a number of people, and what are some things that people get from this? Your accountees, your cohort, your, your partners, what have they gotten from that experience and how have you seen them grow? Yeah, I think mostly, like I'd say the, the greatest thing that they get and that I also get in return is like a deep friendship or connection um, relationship, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because for a lot of people, the issue with pornography, with masturbation is something that is so secret, you know? It's mm-hmm. something that they don't talk to about with anyone else. But here's a relationship where that's kind of like not the purpose, but at the same time, like kind of the purpose, you know? So mm-hmm. it's totally kind of like instant death, if that makes sense. And so I would suggest to all the the people that are, I guess, want to get an accountability partner, mm-hmm. they feel like they need to get an accountability partner to really mm-hmm. give it your all. And, you know, don't just share about your struggle, but really share about, you know, who you are as a person and try to create a relationship because, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the people that I've really connected with, like, they've kind of like still to this day, or, you know, we're so close. Um, and it's kind of it's like a relationship that I can I can't put it into words, because it's it's like a depth that you don't have in any other friendships, you know, because even with your own friends, it's not like you talk about pornography. That's not a, mm. usually a common. I mean, maybe it is if it is, that's awesome. But for the most part, I think it's especially I think for sisters, we, we don't really talk about that, even in our closest friendships. So mm. yeah. Yeah, this is, this analogy I've heard before is that uh, the difference between men who struggle with porn or masturbation and women is that for men, it's like you, you you feel like you're stuck in a prison and you're trapped by this, but you know that and you're in prison with other people. Mm-hmm. And then for women, it's like you're in the same prison, but you're in solitary confinement and you don't know that there is uncounted number of other women a couple feet from you, right? Just on the other side of the wall. And because especially it's already like you just said it's already such a undiscussed topic but there's this understanding okay guy there's this not understanding an assumption that okay that's just something guys struggle with so women who struggle with porn or with masturbation they feel extra like um abnormal right it's like this is something i'm struggling with that i'm not actually supposed to be struggling with what is wrong with me right it, it creates such a sense of isolation that it's really lonely not just like there's this person's helping them deal with something bad, but like there, there's an actual friendship that's created that wouldn't maybe would not have existed otherwise. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is 
is every time I talk to someone for the first time, like in our first, I guess, phone call, like to initial to, you know, start the partnership or whatever you want to say, the relationship, the friendship is it's always just like, you know, you're not alone. Like I know because I work with people, like I know there's so many people that struggle with this. And then I know that there's so many more people that struggle with it that don't say anything, you know, and every time that we do, sometimes we'll do like anonymous, I guess, like questionnaires or what are they called surveys and stuff. And it always shows that like more, way more people are struggling with it than Mm. people think. Mm. And so I'm always trying to like remind people that you're not alone. Mm. I think as soon as you think you're alone in something, it's like, well, this is just the way I am. And like, as soon as you accept that has like some form of truth, that's like the worst because then Mm. you're kind of stuck in that mindset. Mm. Yeah. So I always just like to remind people, like, you're definitely not going through this alone. This isn't, of course, something that, you know, no one goes around proclaiming it. Maybe some people do, but, you know, it's, it's just kind of like, yeah, like I'm here for you, but you're not alone. You're not weird. Yeah. And always just, I want, I always want them to just be honest. Cause I think if they can be honest with me, then they can start being honest with other people too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately like the, the, I guess, like secret to like a good accountability partner is mm-hmm. like, how honest can you be? with that person. And then also for, I think, other accountability partners or the, I don't know the right terminology, but like the one that's supporting, yeah, you know, it's like, they have to also be willing to like be open and honest too. Mm. Also good and bad too. Sometimes it's really questioning them too, you know, especially when people are struggling and kind of like, well, what is actually going on? Yeah. And asking those tough questions. Wow. So what have you gotten out of this experience? Oh man. Years and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So much. <laughs> I don't know if I can put it into like simple words, I guess. But yeah, definitely friendships and relationships, because of course, you know, has the accountability partner, like I'm supporting more in the supporting role. But with that also comes, you know, also sharing my own story or, you know, opening up as well. And kind of being able to just hear, yeah, like kind of help that person know that you're 100% there for them, and you care about them. And I think, yeah, so that's obviously a huge thing. But then I think another thing is, um, I guess, understanding. Yeah, people are really cool. People are so cool. People are so unique. And to really be able to take in someone's like biggest struggle or biggest secret really, I think, as a person just helps me to, in a sense, connect more to God, understand God's heart more, too, because this is kind of like what God deals with on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know? When people are, you know, explaining their, their, you know, whatever you want to call it, their, you know, their mistakes, their issues, their struggles, like that's exactly, you know, my a lot of times I feel like not like I'm God, obviously not, but you know, in a sense, I'm, I'm in, I'm in this position where I'm allowing God to work through me as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I never so important when people report something that is difficult, you know, to always respect that and honor that, mm-hmm. and like really, you know, be grateful for that, and to be able to work with them through that. So. Yeah, I think that's that's been a big thing too, is just understanding God's heart more and understanding mm. what God goes through. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's such a central part of our faith, right? It's just to be the vessel of God as a central figure towards someone. And mm-hmm. that experience, what it gives you is exactly what you just said, that you can actually deeply experience what God's, God's heart feels like. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a, a life worthy gift. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Wow. So grateful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking I, I need to be an accountability partner, right? This is yeah, like, who, who doesn't want to do it? It's, cool. it's so fun. <laughs> Friendship, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's so cool. It's a, it's a, it's such a cool experience. And it's like every other relationship you have, well, like nothing com- compares to it exactly. It's such a specific type of relationship. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So while we're at it, you know, there's these women that you've been having this really intimate relationship with this whole time. If you were to give them a shout out, what would you want to acknowledge them for? I'm sure they're going to listen to this. Oh, I just wanted to like thank them. Um, honestly, like I think, yeah, I want to thank them for myself, but also just, I guess, for God or for people that care about them for really being able to be courageous enough to get help, get support, be honest with what they're going through. And also, I know for the most part, most of these sisters, they they have a huge desire to also give back. And so I think that if you're getting support, then you're also in a position where you can also give support, you know, especially once you reach a certain point where you're really at peace, I would say. I think that that's really a good time to kind of take the other role on and kind of be like, okay, how can I also support someone? And yeah, so I just want to thank them, honestly, for working so hard. And yeah, I think also having this mentality of like never giving up. Yeah, I've had some sisters that have struggled. And of course, like when people start stop communicating with me, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, even though I might try, it's like, I know that, you know, there might be something else going on. And so I would just say to all of those sisters that, you know, keep going, please reach out to me. I'm here. (laughs) I'm literally here right now. You know, I can text you or call, you know, anything. Yeah, please reach out. But if anything, just just always look for support and never give up. I think that's such an easy thing is once you get into the habit of having, I guess, a setback, sometimes it can get really hard to get over that. Mm. But if anything, that's when you really need to like get help and get support, especially if you feel stuck because you're totally capable. Wow, thank you. And oh, maybe another question is then, what do you wish people knew about pornography or about women who with porn and masturbation after all yeah. your experience you know going from someone who didn't really know anything about it to you know, working really closely with people who are dealing mm-hmm. with these things yeah i think what i would say is that it's it's a real thing and that it's way closer to home than you think even if maybe you don't struggle with it can guarantee one of your maybe younger sisters or older sisters probably struggle with it or daughters Yeah. And especially what I've been noticing more recently, especially working with young people, is that actually with the younger generation, it's way more prevalent. And a lot of times they don't even know what's going on. They don't even know that it's wrong. Yeah. And so we had a recent workshop and we kind of brought that up or a couple of workshops actually um, in the summer too. And I was surprised at how many people really, you know, these young kids that were about 13, 14, 15, they were bringing up that they had you know, they were struggling with pornography or with masturbation. And I felt very like, wow, yeah, it's way more prevalent than you think, especially in the younger generation. So yeah, I would encourage any, especially sisters out there, especially older sisters, yeah, to really check in on people, especially the people that you care about, because it's definitely there. Yeah. So that's something I think I wish people knew. But then also, I wish people would know that like, you're not alone, you're not struggling alone. Um, Absolutely not. There's like I said, there's so many people And so, yeah, it's just kind of being able to take that first step to open up to someone you really trust. Sometimes parents don't understand things. So if you're in that situation, then find someone who you can trust. You know, it could be an aunt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's something I wish people would know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Then maybe final question is, you know, we've come to this far. I'm sure so many people are inspired and just moved by everything you just shared. And there's going to be people listening that are, they're at a crossroads, right? And either the person that's like considering, oh yeah, I'd, I'd really like to be able to do what Melissa's doing. You know, I'd, I'd like to be able to help people that way, be an accountability partner. And then there's those who are dealing with porn, dealing with masturbation, and they're at this crossroads too. They're like, oh wow, this is like 
I'd really love to have that kind of relationship that Melissa's describing and they're considering reaching out and trying mm -hmm. to find an accountability partner. But what would you want to say to each of these two types, types of people? Yeah, I would say just do it. Honestly, I think if you if you're questioning it, then you should do it. <laughs> like if you're if you're even considering like, should I do this? Then you should definitely do it. Uh, because one, it yeah, it doesn't obviously it doesn't hurt anyone. And it's kind of like, in a sense, it's almost like eating vegetables. Like when you eat vegetables, you're like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, it's kind of like, this is kind of hard, but you never finish eating vegetables and are like, man, I wish I didn't eat vegetables. Like, you know, you, it's like one of those things where it's kind of like, it's going to be good for you, whether or not you really get everything, I guess, out of it. Or I think depending on who your partner is and who, you know, have that relationship, no matter what you're going to grow, whether you're a part, whether you're the person getting help or the guess the person supporting, I don't know what the right term is. I'm sure cooler terms. I don't know. You, you can um, make one up and let us know. We'll use that. And yeah, I don't really know. Oh man, I wish I was good on the spot, but yeah, but I think either way, um, it's an opportunity to really, yeah, put yourself in a position where you can serve and love and also be loved. And so I think that if you're questioning it, then you should definitely do it. It's not going to hurt. If anything, it's just going to help you. Yeah, just to have someone to check in with and talk about goals too. Because that's the thing also is when you're in a partner partnership, I would encourage everyone, you know, don't just make it about porn and masturbation. Like this is all we talk about. And like, I don't care about anything else, but really make it, you know, a deep relationship and talk about, yeah, other things going on, you know, other things that that person's dealing with. And yeah, feel free to also share. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, but I'm like, you know, I've, I've still sometimes struggle or maybe you've been through the hiding program a couple of times. I think like then you're a great candidate because, you know, you can be honest enough to share that. Yeah, I'm not perfect too, but I'm still here and I want to support you. So I think that if it's even a question on your mind, then go for it. Mm, beautiful last words. Just go for it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, if, if you're in that position, you're just ready to go for it. Send us an email. Go to our website, highnoon.org. You can find all the info there. Send us an email, admin at highnoon.org. We'll link all this in the, in the show notes in the description. You can find Melissa online. I'm, I'm throwing you out there. I'm sure if she's happy to have you reach yeah. out to her. If, if you think she's cool, as, if you think that she's as cool as we think she is and you want to talk to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have, we have a whole team of, of women accountability partners, of facilitators, men as well. So reach out to us and we can find the right person for you. Any, uh, any other last words? And then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Last words. Honestly, yeah. Please feel free to reach out to me, even if maybe we don't get I guess like become accountability partners. I'm totally here to answer any questions. Yeah, I'm on like Facebook, Instagram. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, if you ask any of the high new people, I'm not on TikTok. I'm Listen. not on TikTok. <laughs> not, you're, like not. My last, you're like my last connection to anyone under 20, right? And, and <laughs> you know the you know the lingo and like you use like the words that I didn't know people used. And then, oh, no, I don't say <laughs> <laughs> I know what something means, I know I can ask you and, and you can and you can translate stuff for me. Gucci. Yeah. I no idea what Gucci meant forever. That's probably old now, isn't it? <laughs> old, yeah. Yeah, someone was telling me the other day, like they were talking about like flipped or something like that or stacked, being stacked. It's like when you stack pancakes. And then I was just like, wait, what? Anyway, there's so many weird terms nowadays. But yeah, I think something else I would also say just to end it is don't give up on yourself in any way, no matter what you're struggling with, you know? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sure people are listening to this 
and maybe they don't struggle with pornography or masturbation. But yeah, please don't give up on whatever goals you're working on and always seek help. You know, even if you don't need help, you should still get help, you know, still have someone that you feel is supporting you in some way. Um, Sometimes having an accountability partner doesn't even have to be solely focused just on pornography or masturbation, you know, with anything else that you might be struggling with or dealing with. Mm. There's always help available. (laughs) Well, you just said that, yeah, focus on both sides. There's like the challenges that that you're dealing with, whatever it is. And then, but also (laughs) the, the ideal that you have and the vision that you have, being able to have someone to support you in that too. I think that would be really awesome, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what an accountability partner is for. And like, if you're considering being an accountability partner, like imagine being like a cheerleader for someone. It's pretty cool, you know, and like seeing them, you know, grow, not just in, you know, just that pornography masturbation aspect, but in life in general and like seeing them graduate from college and hearing them share about maybe a difficult situation they're going through and seeing them overcome it. You know, it's so fulfilling. You know, it's really like the heart of like a parent, you know, heart of God, of course, you know, when you're really like, man, like, I saw you when you were struggling and like, I don't know, you know, it's really cool to be able to like support someone in that. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate you tuning in with us. It was really, it was a pleasure. Thank you for sharing everything you did. And just thank you for all of your support for all these women. You are, like I said, you're the coolest cat on the entire East Coast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful that I can just support and I look forward to continuing to support forever, forever and ever. Even in spirit world. Wow. <laughs> that, that's a long way away. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you all listening. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, before you go, I wanted you to consider checking out High Noon Connect. So if you go to our website, highnoon.org, you'll notice, first of all, we have a brand new website, which is beautiful. And also, you'll notice that there's the opportunity to join High Noon Connect. The essence of what High Noon is morphing into is a community. We are better together and sexual integrity involves other people, okay? If you're struggling with pornography, you need the help of brothers and sisters, of people in a community dedicated to helping lift you up. And even if you're not, if you're in a relationship and you just want more intimacy, more love, more joy, or if you're single and you just want to be a person that can live according to their values in the area of sexuality and you want to be around a group of people who are fighting in the same way, then please go to highnoon.org and sign up for High Noon Connect. There's a free version and a paid version. We want to make this as accessible as possible. And we're a nonprofit, so we're not trying to make a buck here. We're just trying to create a community off of Facebook that gives a focused conversation, focused energy, focused attention on building sexual integrity as a cultural intention. So go to highnoon.org. We'll see you there.